Hey everyone, we got a new Star Wars trailer, so of course, today we're going to talk about Star Wars, and we have no Jason to tell us no. I'm Mitch. I'm Tim. May the Force be with you. So, Mitch, there is a new Star Wars trailer out. I saw it. And, uh, you, you, you want to know how I know it's, it's probably going to be a bad movie. Oh no. How do you know? Half, half of, half of that trailer was using clips of other movies. I think more than half. Yeah. But okay. Okay. Now hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, what if the reason, and I'll have to say they're all they're also using the audio from the previous trailer. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like the same uh Mark Hamill soliloquy. Except instead of having the creepy the creepy uh Emperor laugh at the end, it was like a Darth Vader breathing heavy because he just ate a burrito or something. But, uh, okay. So what, there was like maybe of, so what what was that? Maybe like a minute? It was like a minute trailer and maybe like 10 seconds of it was new, new, uh, new video. It was two minutes, two minutes of trailer and like 50 seconds was new. 50 seconds? Bro. Okay. So what'd you think about those 50 seconds? I mean, I looked, they looked pretty hype. To me, it's pretty hype. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Are you, are you gonna go see it? Well, hell yeah, I'm gonna go see it. I've seen you every other Star Wars. Movie. Yeah, I've seen every other Star Wars movie that's come out in my lifetime. I'm not gonna not go see this one. Okay, so right. Okay, so this like it's sort of interesting to me. So JJ Abrams is really playing up the idea that this is the end of like the entire Star Wars series, right? Because like Disney even Disney has even said like they're not gonna make any more Star Wars mainline movies, right? Uh, oh, at least that's what they say right now. Did they say that? Yeah, I like they're they not gonna. Said that they, this was the end of the the Skywalker line, is what they said. They're gonna be making more Star Wars movies, and oh. they're gonna be more mainline Star Wars movies. Yeah, but this is. I mean, I guess that's no more what Skywalker. I meant. I guess that's what I meant. Like oh. no more, no more Skywalker stories. Where. All those people are in it or anything about that family. So it's like, it's interesting to me. It's like, is he really going to try in one movie to like bring to close like an entire like 40 year space opera epic? I mean, is there that much really to close? I mean, I feel like it was pretty much closed at the end of episode six. Right. And then and then they like kind of reopened it and gave it like an inkling of a of maybe a new story. I don't feel well, like guess, there's that much to close though. Well, I guess that's kind of my question, right? Because like he they're making it sound like in the trailer like there is something to close. Like, oh my god, this is like the epic conclusion to this this story that's been going on for so long. They showed like they showed like Darth Maul in it for God's sakes. Like 
with his stupid lightsaber lightsabering people. And then little little Anakin getting into his pod racer. Yeah, because it's the end of the Skywalker line. Yeah. Skywalkers are no more. So like raise one of the Skywalkers, right? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. That's uh, what they say. Not so according say, to Kylo Ren. He says he says it doesn't matter. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... Okay, so I'm going to see it, obviously, because, like, I'm just always going to spend money on a Star Wars movie, I think, is what is going to be... is going to be how my life works. Um, But, uh... It'll be interesting, though, because... I went and saw episode eight and I kind of hated it. Like I was not, I came out of that, like not happy about the movie at all. And so like, I'm curious if like if JJ Abrams is just literally is he, if the movie is just literally can be like, eh, just pretend the other one didn't exist. Cause like, yeah, which is okay to me. I think, I don't know. Like it kind of sucks in the grand scheme of things, right? Because it's it's a big take back on something that happened, but at the same time, I've done that with other things, with other you know forms of of media and TV shows or you know books and stuff like that. There's always that that like well that you know that season didn't happen. Like Chuck, Chuck is a good one that pops into my head right now. Right. The, yeah. the last season of Chuck just I I just it never happened. I forget about it. It was it was done after the second to last season. It's fine. Yeah. Last season of Lost. You just don't think about the last season of Lost. The last couple of seasons of Lost. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean I don't remember who the director was for number eight, but they really fucked up. So, I mean, whatever. If 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 Ryan JJ Abrams, yeah, if JJ Abrams comes back and is like, okay, you know, whatever, like we'll just kind of ignore a whole bunch of stupid broom kids, and like, and and get this back on track. Like that's fine with me. I like I like JJ Abrams as a director. I like a lot of the things that he's directed. So. I didn't mind number seven. I thought number seven was, it was slow. The pacing was very slow, but the pacing was very on point with how episode four was. Right. So, yeah. And which I think is what they were kind of going for. Like the nostalgia thing is kind of stupid in my mind. I don't, I don't like part of me liked it when I was in the movie, be like, Oh man, like this is so cool. It reminds me of the good old days. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, just make a good movie. So, right. You mean you have a good point? Just make a good movie. But it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, I keep I go back to that epi- that episode seven because it, like I really liked it when it first came out. And then upon any rewatchings of it, I'm kind of like not as excited about it. I don't know if you get that same vibe. I haven't rewatched it, so. 
So <laughs> well, no. there you go. I guess that that's how that works. But then, like, I go to a movie like a movie like um, like episode four. Like every time I watch that, watch that movie, like I get, like I get the get the same like, wow, look at look at the this part and this part's so cool because of this and wow, you know. It, uh, I don't know. There's something, uh, there's something about it. I don't know. Je ne sais quoi. Well, yeah, but like episode, episode four, five, and six have you know a certain thing about them because they were the first. Like if you yeah. were, if that movie were to come out today, it'd be kind of, it'd be really shitty, right? Like the the effects are <laughs> crappy. The lightsaber battle was shit. You know, like. The reason that everyone likes it and you continue to like it is because it's it is a good movie. It's dated, but it's but you expect it to be dated. All right. All right. I'm going to disagree with you about the lightsaber battle. <laughs> Cuz here's the here's the thing. Like we're going to have a conversation about the lightsaber battle in the original in the original trilogy. I don't I think that if you if you take it and you compare it against like the prequels, like, well, of course it like it doesn't it doesn't like the the lightsaber combat is not as cool, but it's more like I don't know in my mind it's always it's always been like the lightsaber battle in the original trilogy matches with the tone of like what's actually happening in that movie because like. So Luke doesn't get like any formal training on how to swing a lightsaber. No, I'm not like, talking about Luke's lightsaber battle. Look at look at uh Luke didn't have a lightsaber battle in, in the first episode in the episode 4 in the first Yeah, but in the original trilogy. But are you talking about the Obi-Wan versus Darth Obi-Wan, Vader? Obi-Wan Darth Vader. Yeah, that's They're that's two the old men. Battle. They're two old men, man. They they have their backs are hurting, they got joint problems, they have to put Bengay everywhere. Like they're not jumping around all crazy. That doesn't make any sense. I'm not expecting them to jump around all crazy like they did in their youth. But yeah, I mean, they didn't. Their lightsaber battle was like, I don't know, ridiculously slow. And 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 it's and again, it's fine because that's I mean, they didn't know what a lightsaber battle was when they made this movie. Right. They're like, well, I don't know. We're making this shit up as we go. So yeah. to them, it was like, this is fencing. awesome. Right. And this is great. It's not even as good as fencing, though. Like fencing's way faster paced than that. I mean, it's like fencing, but like if you had a lightsaber. Yeah. And you were like super old and didn't know how to move. Yeah. And you were super old and you hadn't swung your lightsaber around in like a really long time. And but even that, you even had, that to, you had to have a Bengay patch on your freaking back because it hurt so much to stand but even, up. Even the, the lightsaber battles, you know, got cooler as you progress to the movies and by the time you get to um uh return of the jedi the lightsaber battle between luke and darth was was a lot better so it was it's just so you know it's it's those it's those little things that make those good movies yeah but it was like it was like more fitting because darth vader the whole trilogy was just toying with everybody he fought with the lightsaber. 
Like there was at no point in any of those movies where he was actually attempting to. He was like attempting to kill people. He was always like when he was fighting Luke, he was always like, oh, man, like, Luke, you're my, you're my you're my son, man. Like, you want to come and you want to come and fight the emperor? Like, let's do this thing. Let's rule things. And we was fighting Obi-Wan. He's like, whoa, Obi-Wan, like, I'm the master now. Look, let's fight. And like, he wanted to fight him. And then he swung his sword and Obi-Wan's like, whoa, I'm going to get hit. Yeah, but he still cut Luke's hand off. I'm going to turn into Force Light. Well, he was showing, he was, he was showing Luke a lesson. Right. But like a, like he could have done, he, a, a father giving his son a rap on the knuckles instead of, Wrapping him on the knuckles, he wrapped on his knuckles with lightsaber. I feel and, like you're trying to justify the bad choreography. I feel like between the movies. No, I feel like what you're doing is you're trying to say that it's bad when it's stylized a certain way specifically for the style of that movie. Like just imagine no. just imagine like it would make no sense in those in those movies to have the kind of lightsaber choreography that we see in like the first three episodes for instance like these are old men like it looks weird it looks weird in the first three when you see when you see some old dudes like hopping about does it doesn't make any sense doesn't make any sense sure it does now they're old yeah but they're using the force to help you know move them around and stuff is what they do yeah yeah, but like, you know, these people kind of like, I don't know. I, I mean, you're like the 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 difference in, in choreography between, you know, a young Anakin Skywalker at his prime and an old man waving his cane are like two way, way far off sides of the spectrum. And like it, I don't know, man, there was there was. It wasn't stylized to the point to where I don't feel like it was made that way to be stylized. I think I think you're making an argument of it is stylized to justify it. it I don't believe it was stylized intentionally. Uh, I mean, I think that it was stylized intentionally. I think that, I, you know, you're probably you're probably right that. They, you know, their choreographer was probably like a guy who, like a week before, was serving coffee at the local coffee shop. Um, so, like, you know, they didn't have a big budget for thing for things like that. So they're like, eh, I don't know. Like, this is how we should do it. We should do it like this. So I, I think it was intentional to have it styled that way. But I don't think that means that it was like less than. I think it it adds to the style of the movie. Mm, I disagree, but that's okay. Because it's sort of interesting to me. Like, there's a lot of movies that are like that, where, like, restrictions in budget or time or something like that, like, where the director comes back and, like, God, like, I wish I had been able to do X. And, like, the fact that they had that restriction on them made the movie so much better. Like, um, Jaws, for instance, is one of my favorite examples. So, like Steven Spielberg, he wanted that movie to be like you see, you see this big like shark monster attacking you like pretty constantly in the movie. 
And due to the fact that he also decided to film it at sea and their giant animatronic shark was like getting waterlogged and having all sorts of mechanical problems, he actually had to make the decision in the film to uh, kind of allude to the shark a lot of times, like where you only see the fin or you only see the shadow of it moving in the water instead of like just seeing like a shark like like come out and do that consequence like the actual film you you don't even actually see the shark for a good like i think it's like 45 minutes into jaws before you actually see see the shark other than its fin um and so which adds to like that that real that suspense and terror and stuff like that it's like I wonder sometimes because like, you know, nowadays it's like, oh, I want I want to see a big shark monster. And someone's like, oh, I can make you a CGI shark monster for you. And he's like, yeah, do that. I'm the director. And then like it comes out and it just like looks campy as hell because like you didn't actually try to make a movie. You just made a big shark monster. You know, looking at you, yeah. the Meg. But that's that's a completely different scenario that's you know that's like saying you wanted to make an old uh zorro movie but you made it to where zorro doesn't know how to swing a sword and because because of you know whatever budget constraints zorro walks around and by the time he gets to whatever sword fight scene the sword fight's not really a sword fight it's like a it's two two people swinging a stick at each other with no like him or ha about it or anything, you know, and and that and that's I mean, a different comparison than budget restraints that prevent you from from showing the monster right away. Because I agree, like not seeing the shark made at the very beginning and and you know that suspense and and mystery of it makes those things better. But those are you're you're not. It, it's a it's two completely separate things. Well, I think it's like, I'm just kind of making the point of like, just having constraints in terms of just any kind of budget forces them to make certain decisions. Like the, I, the, the whole, the whole thing of like in Star Wars specifically, like their CGI budget, like there literally was no special effects department at Fox at the time. So they didn't have anybody to, they didn't have anybody to depend on. So they ended up like, creating industrial light and magic and then making like using a freaking jeep to drive back and forth across this model they had and it turned into like one of the most iconic scenes like ever little trench run yeah yeah so that i mean that's yeah. that's a good example of making that kind of stuff work for you right but yeah there's also other examples where budget restraints make things not as good and 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 they don't add to something that turns out to be really good. And I think that if if there's a budget constraint that pre, budget restraint that was preventing them from having any kind of choreography to to actually have a somewhat better lightsaber duel, then that did not make the movie better. They got away with it. It was fine. It was fine when it first came out because no one knew what a lightsaber duel was supposed to be like, right? And then as they went into episode five, it got a little bit better. And then it went into episode six and it got a lot better than it was in episode four. 
And then they went back and, you know, 30 years later came out with one, two, and three, and then they were miles apart in which, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. They're putting way more money into it and that's fine. And that's okay to happen. Yeah. But that, that doesn't make that lightsaber battle any better. It's sort of interesting too, in the original trilogy, how like, well, they basically like they treated lightsabers differently. Like the, I think that's one thing that Star Wars has never really been able to pin down is like, how do the Jedi actually use lightsabers? Like, because in in the prequels, episodes one, two, three, like the 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 lightsaber is almost treated like a quarter staff, like how they were swinging it and how they were using it. Whereas, like in the in the original trilogy, they were kind of swinging around like a like a I forget what kind of sword, like not like not a long sword, but like the kind of sword that a knight would have. Like the short sword, a short sword, I guess. Okay, yep. So like the kind of fighting style is like totally different, like how you'd fight with both of those kind of weapons and this kind of like, so like it makes, like it really like kind of screws up like the style, like it made for like really cool cinematography, especially in the first three, especially in like Phantom Menace. Like I still think like the lightsaber duels of Phantom Menace are some of the best like in Star Wars. Well, and I think they had a. I'm, I'm. I wonder how much of the writing from *Phantom Menace* and everything like that came from a lot of the lore that had been published after the movies had been written. Because if you want to talk about lightsaber styles, there, after the original movies and everything, there was a whole lot of literature that came out and a, and a whole lot of information that was published regarding how um, a a force wielder will fight. And how their fighting style dictates what kind of lightsaber that they'll have, what kind of hilt it'll have, the the kind of um, how the you know the beam comes out, the way they hold it, the way their own fighting style works. Like there was a, a whole bunch of stuff that was written about that, that added to the lore, that added to the universe, and everything like that. That was great, um, and it. You know, it really made the the experience a lot better, I guess, if you were to like deep dive into some of that, some of those lore, that literature, the the you know games and stuff like that. But then when then when these new movies came out and they basically said that all that all that other publication stuff was no longer canon, that kind of got rid of it all, which kind of sucks. Which I think was a big mistake on their part. I think so too, because like, like a lot of that stuff. I mean, on the one on the one hand, I get it because they don't want to like wade into these movies and just have to like tiptoe around. Like, well, what about this thing that happened at the Battle of Yavin plus two two hundred two, like plus fifty years? Like, why aren't you like Ray would have been right here during that time? Like blah blah blah. Like all the people like causing problems. So I get that they would they would just be like, eh. Fuck it, those are all canon. But also, it's like, like all of that Star Wars expanded universe stuff is kind of what kept Star Wars alive for how long it has been alive. Yeah, absolutely. Because it let people, you know, come into their own and and think of their own stuff to kind of expand it. Yeah, like my to this day, my favorite piece of Star Wars media, anything, is a book series called X Wing. 
um, by Michael Stackpole, mm-hmm. and it's like it's about it's it's uh it's about like about I think it's like ten years, twenty years, no, no, more like no, it's like five years after the Battle of Yavin, so it's like pretty pretty close after uh the events of Return of the Jedi, and it follows Rogue Squadron. The main character in that is Wedge Antilles. He's like in charge. He's like the the commander of Rogue Squadron now. And there's you follow like a new character called Cornhorn, who's like it's all these like characters that are like were side characters in Star Wars, and really like some of my favorite part of Star Wars, which was like the ship battles, and it's all about it's all about that. It's pretty cool. Hmm. But that like. You know, that had nothing to do with the main series apart from like, oh, it's Wedge, like the guy who was in that one scene, you know. Yeah, and then they cut it out and then. And now you can't even enjoy it anymore. It's gone. You have to erase it from your mind forever. Right. They called it not canon. So now I can't like I can't even read those books. They're over my bookshelf right now. And I just I look at them. I'm like, I have to burn you. Disney told me to. Yeah, man. Uh, one of my favorite book series was the the Darth Bane series that covers Bane and and his uh, rise up and how he kind of goes back and and finds the holocrons of Revan and and uh, brings back the rule to rule of two because it wasn't it wasn't until you know for thousands of years it wasn't until he came uh, became a Sith Lord that there were only ever two Sith. And the reason there were only two Sith is because Darth Bane went and killed the rest of them all. So before that, there was as many Sith as there were Jedi because Siths had their own temples and their own set of learning and everything like that. And and so that was always interesting and, and fun to read and everything like that. But that was always that an interesting concept now. to me. Sith temples? The rule of two. Oh, the rule of two. It's like, it's like you could have had a Sith army when you got rid of all of them. Crazy. Yeah, because when you have a Sith army, then no one is ever is ever good enough, and that's the problem, right? Like, that's why the Sith were losing a bunch of their power is because everyone, everyone had an army, and then that means everybody was still trying to be on top. And if you're on top, then you're not training your pupils as like really as well as you could. And so every every generation that gets trained isn't as powerful as the previous generation. Things get lost. And so because of that, makes the Sith weaker. So by killing everybody and there only ever being two, the only way that you ever get toppled is if your uh, your predecessor will go through and gets more powerful than you. And if he's more powerful than you, then he kills you. In which case, he's now the most powerful. And then he goes and gets... Uh, Someone to follow him. But wouldn't that have the same problem? Like, because why would you ever teach somebody anything if you, like, cause you don't want to be toppled? Because, well, you do though, because you want, you want the the legacy of the Sith to continue raising. And so, but it also strives for it strives for you to keep your power. You're absolutely right because you you don't you don't necessarily like want to lose your power, but because of that, it also strives for 
you know, you're the, the person that you're training to go through and, um, to get better and, and get more powerful themselves. No, I, I don't know. Like, there, there's you, a whole if, thing to it. There's a whole thing. There's a whole thing. Well, it's not, it's not canon anymore. No, Mitch. So. Doesn't even matter. Exactly. So now, now that it's not canon, this, this, this comes and leads into like a weird, a weird thing, right? So why are there, if, if they deleted all this lore that happened, then why are there only a couple of Sith in the movie? They're like, they're like deciding what they want to actually bring into the universe, right? Yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. So is like Ray going to be a Sith? Is that what's happening in this trailer? Uh, probably not. I I think it's going to be um, you know how when uh Luke was training on Dagobah, how he went into that cave and then saw himself as Vader. You think that's a cave memory, and they're yeah. just hyping it in the trailer? Yep. Oh my god, that would be funny. And everyone's yep. like, "Oh my god, she's gonna be, she's gonna be a Sith." But she was supposed to be the one that I could identify with. Yeah, man, they can't, um, they can't make a, a her evil. That would, I don't know. I, f- I feel like it would make a really good story if they did. Oh, and I feel so like we weird. had the same conversation when the last movie came out too. But I don't think that they would. I think yeah. that's too edgy. If they did, I would applaud them for it because I think that would make a really good movie. But it's too edgy. They won't. Well, I think it, yeah, I mean, it would, it would be really cool to have Ray have some kind of like character development, you know? Yeah. So, so far, she's already I, the perfect character. <laughs> she's perfect and iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, is she, is she like a wish fulfillment character? I mean, she's she's everything that you could be and more. And so, like, people just, like, envision themselves as Rey. I know I do. I I used to, you know, when I would go to bed at night and dream of being a little Jedi, I would be a little Luke. Now I'm a little Rey. That's interesting. Not really. That's 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 a lie. See, I never really understood that. That concept. And like, I don't know, maybe I'm weird, but so I, I totally understand the idea of being like, oh, my God, I want to be a Jedi. Like and like I can have lightsabers and do cool things like well, but like I never understood the concept of like the. Like wanting to be the character themselves. Does that make sense? Oh, so you you don't want to be the main character in the story. You you want to be a character in the world. Yeah, I don't want to be Luke. I want to be a Jedi and have a and have a story. Like I want to have a whole another thing. Like I'm going to go on an adventure. I'm going to fight some Sith or whatever the hell because I don't care about the rule two stupid expanded universe. So you know what We're the problem go. with that is though? Hmm. You don't have the the foundations of a good character to make a good story right in order in order for you to 
like you to be a character and have a good story, you know, you'd, you'd have to lose your parents. You'd have to lose your aunt and uncle. You'd have to be separated from your twin sister when you were like a baby and realize your dad's the bad guy. No, make damn out it, with Mitch, your sister. I'm not Luke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not Luke. It's not wish fulfillment. I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'm a Jedi and I had a great, I had great, uh, great experience with my parents. And then one day, and then I went off to college and I was like, oh man, this is cool. And then some freaking, and then some freaking kids, like I was hanging out at a party and some kids were like, like, what are you doing at this party, man? Like you suck. And like, they started chasing me down like an alleyway because there's alleyways wherever we were having the party. And like, they were about to hit me, but then I like turn around and like put my hands out in front of me. And like, all of a sudden it like kicks off. It like unlocks my force powers and they go, whoa, and they like fly back. Then I'm like, holy shit, am I a Jedi? And then I pick out a lightsaber and I slice him in half. See, now you're not a Jedi. <laughs> no, see what would have real, like realistically what would happen, right? If, if everyone had their own Jedi story is you would, you would like wake up from your dream, right? And you're, you roll out of bed. And uh, you put on your Jedi robes and then you go to work at the Jedi temple where you uh, where you have like some mundane job. Oh you're, my a, God. You're, you're like a mechanic would, or you're I like not. you work in the archives <laughs> and then you, you you don't really ever use your force powers because you don't really have a need to. So you're you know, you're cataloging no. stories that come back and then you go oh home, God. you eat dinner, you go to bed. There's a life it's of a probably, Jedi. But like even worse is like you use your force powers for some like ridiculously mundane task. <laughs> Can you pass like, the salt? <laughs> or like, you know, like you go to work and like your job is to like move the holocrons around. But for some reason, the holocrons like are you have to put them through this like tiny little hole and then you have to force power them to their bookshelf, the yep. holocron shelf. And like that's what you do all day is organize holocrons in order of the Dewey Decimal system, and then they change to the different system, and you're like Jesus Christ. And but but you know it's fine because you still have a job because your job now is to reorganize them according to the new system until they decide to go back to the Dewey Decimal system. So really, what you're thinking about is we're still thinking about like way in the future technology from us, yeah. Jedi. I want to know about Jedi in today's world. So, like, your job in today's Jedi world is you work in the Tesla factory and and you have to, like, pick up and move the cars from, like, one station to the next so that the robots can finish putting together the Tesla okay. cars. This is a really interesting concept. So, like, like, what happens if you take if you take Jedi powers, but you just kind of give it to everybody, like, not everybody, but, like, a lot of people have it and it doesn't become this big, like, it doesn't become a big, like, uh tug of war between good and evil it's just like there's just some people who have powers and there's a lot of jobs that we can use them for so what would we use them for you'd be the guy that um you know those mail tubes that you see at the banks where they they take the tubes that go from the to the um the drive-through teller windows and then back into yeah. the inside of the bank like you're, instead you're of ever like under the ground it's not air you're just under the ground oh like my god like instead of instead of Instead of ever having invented the air current, the air pressure system, like they just use Jedi. Yeah, because there would be no need for the air pressure system because we had Jedi all along. We have Jedi. Like, why would we yeah. do it any other way? Like, there's a way that works. Mm -hmm. 
What, you want to uh, take people's jobs away? Planes wouldn't fly Monster. as high. We, we'd figure out how to like put Jedi to work by having like five Jedi on each side of the wing and like lift themselves. That would be good. And that's but how remember, our planes fly. Remember, there's, that's not the only Jedi power, though. There's also the mind power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's the absorbing energy power. Uh, all judges would probably be Jedi. Oh yeah, they, they, could ju- they could just get a confession right away. They'd be like, "Tell me what you did." Tell me what you did. Did you do it? Yes. Okay. Sentenced. Next. <laughs> but then, like one of one of the like <laughs> one of the uh, dirty judges comes in, he, and all he's doing is he's like mind tricking people into confessing. Like, you did murder that kid. Oh, yeah, you because he's getting paid kid. off. Yeah, because he's getting paid off by the mob or something. Yep. By the Jedi mob. What would a Jedi mob look like? Ooh. That's a good, that's a, I don't think we'd ever get out of Prohibition. Yeah. Because they'd mind control, you know, to make sure that that never got out of the, that never yeah, passed. That's, that's enriching them, obviously. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. Can you imagine lobbyists as Jedi? <laughs> It'd be the worst. They'd make so much money. You will pass this set of spending bills for farming. Yep. Yep. The maybe that maybe there just are Jedi. Go a different way. Right. You, maybe there are Jedi, we just don't know it. It's all lobbyists. Right. And that's just that's why. That's why lobbyists have so much power because they're just like there's like you will pass subsidies for corporations that don't need them yep. uh oh uh oh Mitch we got political um what about so like would we probably already have flying cars right yeah because if you have Jedi, you could just like. Can Jedi pick up his own? Something that he's on? I don't know. I mean, I would. I would maybe. I would think so. I don't know. Like if the Jedi. If the Jedi's Let's like assume on, that he could. Let's assume if, he could. Yeah, like if the Jedi's on a plate, she could like get up and like move the plate about with herself on top of it, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Let's say for the purpose of this conversation, the answer is yes. Well, then, like, we probably wouldn't have cars at all. No, just, like, big flat beds. Those are our buses. And everyone yeah, just and piles it, on. A Jedi bus driver. Yep. I like it. Yeah, so I don't want to be a character in Star... I don't want to be the main character in Star Wars. I want to be a Jedi bus driver. A Jedi bus driver. Exactly. I'll do my nine to five. Be like, oh, God, this sucks so much. I have to take around all these normies, like going back and forth and public transit. (laughs) One of these days, I'm just going to force push them off a cliff. Right. But you never do it, obviously, because, like, you know, you got that pension. Yep. You got a couple kids you need to feed, you know. Got a couple kids you got to feed, you know. With, you can't know, go you to can, Jedi jail. 
can't go to Jedi jail. That's right. What would a jail have to look like? I mean, it, I feel like we would have to have come up with some kind of of dampener to suppress powers. Oh. That depends on that depends on the nature of how the powers happen, right? I, yeah, I guess that's true. Can you even dampen it? Like, can you suck all the metachlorians out of somebody? I don't think so. No, no, Tim. You kill them? Metachlorians aren't a thing anymore. <laughs> we just pretend those don't exist, right? Yeah. And they never happened. God damn it, George Lucas. I don't know. It's like a power field like, dampener or something. Like you, yeah. you fire off an EMP and a bunch of Jedi and all of a sudden they can't Jedi at you. Well, because what else are you going to do? You're going to put a Jedi in a jail and then he's just going to, you know, go to a guard at lunchtime and say, you will release me. Well, only if, he, only if it's a mind power, dude. Well, I like. I think all of them can do all of it. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what. It depends on Maybe what. Not as well, uh, but it depends on what uh, story you go off of. Like, I think, I think we've never really seen Jedi not be able to do all of it in the actual movies. And those are the only things that matter, right? That's now. the only thing that matters, right? Um, but like, if you go, if you go to like the if you go to like some of the Star Wars Legends expanded universe stuff, there's a lot of there's like um, I Jedi, another book that like takes the same takes a takes a character and uh, by takes one of Michael Stackpole's characters. He like goes to the Jedi Academy. Like, if you ever read the Jedi Academy series? I have not. No. So it's like it's really cool because it take Jedi Academy is a three book series. And there's a book called I Jedi, which he take, which literally takes place in, inside of that story. So he like goes with a different character inside the same story. It's kind of cool. But he like explores his own past and like his whole thing, like his whole bloodline is the type of Jedi that can only use their Jedi powers after they absorb energy. Like, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, when you know, when Darth Vader, like he he holds his hand up and like Han shoots at him. And like he absorbs the energy and then pulls yeah. in the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So like he can only use his force powers after he's done that. So makes for interesting challenges for a Jedi. He can't just like wobble and force attack people whenever he wants to. Huh. So I'm just going to say as a quick tangent to that, um, I feel like the Apple store made uh, a mistake of not calling Siri iJedi. Right. So that definitely sounds like something that would come out of that, out of <laughs> Apple. It was kind of more playing off of like the iRobot title. Yeah, I kind of figure that, but I don't know. Uh, I Jedi being like a phone for a Jedi sounds also kind of cool. I mean, that is kind of funny. I don't know why Apple hasn't got that product placement in, man. Right? They need to like run a deal with uh, all their little communicators. Or like, 
run a deal with Disney. Every they use iJedi's for their yeah for all their. There's like a little Apple logo, embedded around uh, the Jedi Academy seal. Yep, I like it. Remember that time Liam Neeson used a used a razor as a communicator, like a razor phone. No, like a literal razor. I have no idea what you're talking about. It was in the it was in the first trilogy. He like he like holds something to his mouth, and it's just for like a couple frames. But you, if you look at it, it's like like a Gillette razor. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to find that. They thought no one would ever get away with it. That would have been the first movie then. Episode yeah, one. Episode one. There. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks futuristic enough. Yeah, it looks kind of futuristic, right? Yeah. Beard. There's things in the future or the past have in, in the past, right? Because this is a long time ago and galaxy far, far away. They didn't have the luxury of, of being able to have different things for different tasks, right? So in this instance, he's a traveling Jedi. He needs to be able to talk to his mates as well as trim his beard, sometimes at the same time. Introducing the Gillette for Jedi. Uh, Excel communicator. Perfect. Yep. It's like gentle glide for your for that sensitive skin. <laughs> for those sensitive communications. Yep. 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 Well, personally, I think that I I have high hopes for episode nine. I'm going to go see it. They got to see it. But I'm kind of scared, but also excited. Uh, I am too. We'll see how. Uh, we'll see how some of the Disney Plus stuff goes, right? We got the, the Mandalore yep. uh, show coming out. Whatever. Mandalorian in, uh, in November. So that will either get me more excited or less excited. I'm hoping more excited. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know, man. Like, did you when you watched the original series, did you get did you think Boba Fett was like a really cool character who you wanted to hear more about? Um, not when I was in the original series. No, like episodes four, five and six. No, because he didn't really have a big part in there. But yeah, after. After that learning more in when we talk about expanded universe stuff uh learning more about the mandalorians was was great because i did the uh there was some pretty good stuff in the clone wars show about mandalore and mandalorians um and then when the star wars the old republic mmo had came out i played the um I played a bounty hunter in that on the Empire side and uh or not Empire because I was old, but you know what I mean. 
Anyway, uh, I played a Mandalore there, and in that quest line, you actually become the Mandalore, which was really cool. So all of that increased my my love for the Mandalorians. So yeah, I, I would say okay. based off of episode four, five, and six alone, no. But based off everything else, absolutely. I guess I've never really like sought out more about that character or like I never I never played like the older public stuff. Um so I was I was always kind of like I was like I don't get it. There's like a lot of people who really like, oh my god, Boba Fett, isn't it cool that he's in the like when the episode one, two, and three is like, oh my god, isn't it cool that Boba Fett's in there? I'm like, yes, like I don't know. Like it wasn't that great of a character. I mean, it was a good tie-in. It was kind of cool to see the tie-in of it. Yeah. And like and how he came to be and everything like that. That was that was interesting. But yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Nope. I'm excited. We're gonna watch Star Wars, Mitch, and we're gonna drag Jason with us. Yep. It's gonna Don't be great. say anything, Jason, if you agree to go. All right. Sounds like an agreement to me. Well, uh, what do you think, Mitch? Uh, I think I'm I'm semi hyped. That's good. That's a glowing endorsement, <laughs> right? <laughs> Jason gonna be mad at us, probably talking about Star Wars the entire time. Yeah, I mean, I know how much he likes it and how much he's looking forward to this movie. I think right. I think if anything, he's gonna be upset. Because he just wasn't able to be here to give us his glowing review <laughs> and how excited he is about the movie. Yep. Yep. I think that's pretty accurate. Yep. Well, so if you're if you're listening to us on your website, thank you for listening to us. And, uh, you know, use use those uh, various podcast apps to subscribe to us using our RSS feeds. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a review. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and hit the bell, subscribe, press the like button, comment a bunch, tell us how much we suck, or upvote us. Either way, works for me. Post to your friends, tell everybody about it. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) Well... It's another one, another one in the bag. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Bye now.